0: Hello and welcome to episode 61 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Today we're going to talk about a holistic approach to supervising. If you've been listening to this podcast a while, we've talked about a variety of topics, all having to do with supervising. But today I want to kind of put them together so you can see how they really do make up a holistic approach. Because we are supervisors, but. We think about that as being a very small part of our life, and it is to a certain extent, but how we approach being a supervisor cannot be disconnected from the rest of us and the rest of our lives. So it's not enough to just learn some new supervisor skills. You need to incorporate that in a holistic way. So stay tuned.
1: You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, and Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University.
0: Okay, so you are a whole being. And as much as we talk about work-life balance, you can't really compartmentalize yourself in this way. So if you've had a terrible evening Slash morning for whatever reason. Maybe the kids weren't cooperating. Maybe you couldn't sleep because you were so stressed. Maybe you weren't feeling well. Maybe you had COVID. But for whatever reason, the at home portion of your life wasn't so great, either the night before or that morning. So you go to work. There's no realistic way for you to shut that down and just be on 100% at work. You may think you are. But you're not because the energy that you have, whether it's at home or at work, is the energy that you have. There's no separate compartments for, oh, I have a big thing today. So no matter how how much I fight with my significant other, how much the kids are going nuts the night before, it's not a big deal because I'll just get my different battery pack when I get to work and I'll have all the energy that I need for the big presentation or whatever just not the way it works. So if you've been listening to the podcast, we've covered a lot of different areas, including those basic supervisor skills. And when you think of, or Google, supervisor training, supervisor skills, a lot of the things that you're gonna come across, time management, setting expectations, maybe employee engagement, things like that, those topics, that information, that skill is important, but if you just get training on that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to implement that and make the improvements that you want overall as a supervisor and to your life. Because if you're trying to improve as a supervisor, you definitely want to do it, you know, for yourself and your team and professional growth, but probably also because you're super stressed out, because we all are right now. And Gallup has shown, or not Gallup has shown, but research has shown, the research done by Gallup, that supervisors are more stressed than the people that they supervise. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably very aware that there are things you could be doing differently to make yourself more effective as a supervisor. And those things will, hopefully, fingers crossed, Make your life less stressful, and so then when you do think of that that work life balance, it's going to be quote unquote more balanced because you're less stressed at work. Because of course the flip side of that is you have a terrible day at work or a series of terrible days or August at work. What you bring home to the kitties, to the significant other, to your puppies, whatever, or even just your single carefree self is much less than what it could be. So at Strengths University, we really do take a holistic approach. And that really starts with understanding our energy. Because in these days of budget constraints, enrollments down, we have fewer people doing more work. We tend to think of our greatest resource is time, money, personnel, things like that. In reality, our energy and the energy of that of our team is our most important resource. And really, all the training that we do is really focused around this idea of energy management. Because right now, for most of us, well, including myself, there are energy leaks. We're not using our energy as effectively as possible. And whenever we don't do that, it's energy wasted, which, of course, also means time wasted, possibly money wasted, possibly the time of personnel wasted. For example, next week, September 21st, we're kicking off our fall Supervisor Strengths Institute. Very excited. We launched this summer, Supervisor Summer Camp, and it went so well, we're like, well, we should do it every semester, but we can't call it summer camp in the fall. So Supervisor Strengths Institute. And the very first online module that we talk about is energy. Because if we don't understand how energy works in our systems, in our body, how it impacts us, and that includes, and again, we've talked about this in different episodes. So I just want to kind of put it together for you in one little nice you know podcast episode. So, if we don't understand how our brains work and how our brains use energy to be more effective and how that might get in our way or help us, then we're often spinning our wheels and spending a lot of time doing things that aren't actually helping us get where we want to go. So, from a holistic perspective, teaching someone just new supervisor skills and giving them a list of things to do to get those done may be helpful, but often there's a lot of missing variables just with that basic information that, again, just you're doing a lot of things, but you're not getting the outcomes you want, including that most important outcome of less stress, more confidence, and feeling empowered. So we look at energy, and from energy, we then look at Habits and systems. What are the habits that we have? What are the systems that we have? And these are both individual habits just what time do I get up every day? What's my morning routine? What am I having for breakfast? Those types of things when we think of habits, but also systems. How do those things go together? What's your system for getting to work? What's your system for helping a student with XYZ problem? And when we think about and really, a system is just a collection of things that go together, so a bunch of habits that go together, that work together to produce a certain outcome. So if we think of, "I did an apple every day on the way to work," that's a habit, but that might be part of a greater system for taking care of myself. And when you think about it more from a work perspective, you know, a habit might be, as soon as I get in, I check my email. But that goes within a system that I have for communicating with people that I need to talk to. Systems can also be more formal. So policies, procedures, things like that, even even if they're not necessarily written down, but, oh, whenever this problem happens, these are the things we do. We haven't written it down yet. It's not an official policy, but these are just the things we do. And habits and systems are the basic building blocks of how effectively we're using our energy. I want you to think about what are the most effective systems that you currently have? The answer, your talents. That's right. We've talked about strengths a lot and we use of course Clifton strengths as a framework for everything we do because everyone has different unique talents and that means the way they get things done differs. What they excel at differs. And even if you haven't taken Clifton Strengths, think of something that you're really, really good at. If you had to explain to someone how you do that thing that you do so well, more than likely you would have trouble explaining. So, for example, my number one is ideation, which is basically a fancy word for creative, innovative. I connect different ideas or concepts in ways that other people don't necessarily see. Now, if you ask me, "Oh, how do you do that?" Uh I mean, like I just people say things and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this would go really well with that." Okay, but how do you do that? I don't know. And the reason I don't know is because like I basically for my entire life Been doing these tiny little habits that connect together with these systems that are aligned and couldn't be defined as talents. Your talents have the potential for the best energy management you could possibly have, but you have to know what they are and you have to know how they are showing up every day. Because when talents show up in a productive way, it means you are maximizing your energy and You're more effectively reaching your goals or your objectives. When your talents show up as a weakness, it is a huge energy waster, not to mention time waster. And instead of achieving what you wanna achieve or getting where you wanna go, instead you're going around in circles. You're taking a lot of extra energy to get something done. So the better you understand your talents, the more you can maximize them. And use your energy efficiently, which again, back to habits and systems. So then when you put on top of that, oh, I've just learned this new supervisor skill. We learned about setting clear expectations. Fantastic. Without understanding how your talents play into how you might go about setting clear expectations, again, there's a high probability that you're going to be wasting some energy especially if whoever is teaching you about setting clear expectations is just kind of giving you a a blanket to-do list that doesn't take into account your talents. Because most likely that person, they're probably really good at either being a supervisor or at least telling people about supervisor skills, which is great. But more than likely, they're coming at it from their own talent set because this is what we naturally do. Whenever anybody comes to us and says, gosh, I don't know what to do about X, Y, Z, what should I do? And we're not in coaching mode. Then what we're going to tell them is what we would do. And what we would do is based on our talent set. So again, just learning supervisor skills is important because if you don't know that, you can't possibly develop a habit or a system that's going to be effective in helping you set clear expectations or holding people accountable or increasing engagement or whatever it is you want to do. Like you have to have that basic knowledge of what supervisors need to do, of course, but then you can't just take that isolated. You have to develop it into an effective system. And you have to do that with an understanding of how your talents are showing up. And potentially, depending on what the system is, how your team's talents are showing up. And so hopefully you can see how this is all kind of coming together into this holistic idea. And the final thing which like I've spent a lot of time in different podcast episodes talking about self-care. And you know, some people are like, "Oh, it's not just enough to have self-care, you need other things, XYZ." I use a very broad definition of self-care. Self-care to me is just what are the things that I need as an individual, as me, in order to be successful. And sure, learning supervisor skills could be part of that. But it's also getting enough sleep, eating things that are healthy for me, exercising, doing something perhaps on the spiritual realm, or getting back to nature, something that is replenishing to me as an individual, to my system, to that energy. And so it's not just about what you know if you've listened to other episodes, not just about like getting a massage or going for a run every day. Those are part of it. But it's really a self-care practice. And that includes understanding things about ourselves. Like my example thus far has been setting expectations. You know, that's yeah. OK, that seems like something a supervisor should do. No problem. But if you have things going on, if you have stories from your past And this goes back to the idea of energy and how our brain uses energy. If you have some sort of story about, oh, I'm not assertive, or I have harmony, so I just want everybody to get along, so I don't want to do anything to rock the boat, then you can study supervisor skills all day long, but you're never actually going to set those clear expectations because there's a problem within the system. And so part of self-care, you know, part of it's physical, part of self-care is emotional, part of self-care is is mental, but really understanding, okay, wow, I think that I have some issues around being assertive and I need to work on that. Like that is self-care because I guarantee if you can't set clear expectations at work, you're not setting them in other areas of your life as well. So all of these things really, well, they describe our approach at Strengths University for sure. And again, the Supervisor Strengths Institute that we're doing this fall incorporates all of these things, helping people understand how the energy works in their body. So the Supervisor Strengths Institute really gets into the nitty gritty in all of this. What is energy? How am I using it How does my body naturally use it, including my brain? How does that impact the habits and systems I have? How are my talents showing up for me? Learning the supervisor skills that you need to be successful, but then learning them and looking at them from the perspective of how am I going to do this with my set of talents? And if my talents aren't necessarily showing up the best way for me, how can I tweak them? How can I make those changes to be more effective, not efficient? Because efficient is I have a to-do list and I get it done pretty quickly. Effective is what's on that to-do list that's actually worth doing and then being efficient doing those things. And then once you and then as you're looking at these supervisor skills, how is your stress level impacting you as a supervisor? And how can you improve your self-care practice, which again, very broad definition of self-care. What can you do? Because, and I've said this in other episodes, if you are so stressed that you're almost constantly in fight or flight, if all you do is work on your self-care practice, you will automatically be a better supervisor. Because, well, and well, and again, we talk a lot about all of these things in the Institute. We've talked about them in other podcast episodes. But all of these things go together into this holistic blend of, okay, this is what you need to know about supervising, but this is what you need to know about yourself and how you're showing up in the world. And what's the best way for you to be an effective supervisor? Because one of the things we talk about is your authentic leadership style. And I'm pretty sure we've done an episode on authentic leadership style. How you lead is going to be very different than how other people lead. And Most of us don't really get that or at least fully appreciate that's true because when we feel stressed and overwhelmed, you know, we don't feel confident. We don't feel empowered. So we look around for other people and how they're doing things and we start to copy it. But that's not authentic to us. So we're going to have struggles there and it's not necessarily going to fix the problem. So when you put all these elements together, what you really have is a pretty effective system of knowledge skills, self-reflection, and then building those into the effective habits and systems that you need to better manage your energy. And that makes you a more confident, more empowered, and less stressed supervisor. And that's really what we want. Because everyone listening, and, and a lot of people who aren't listening, they have the ability, you have the ability, to be an outstanding not just supervisor, but leader in this field, but you're not getting the support you need and the little support that you do get isn't taking into account you as a whole person. So hopefully this gives you a better idea of how all these things that we've been talking about for the past year or so in this podcast go together. And for those of you who are ready to take this to the next level, who are really feeling like, yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I've listened to the podcast for a while a lot of this has really resonated with me, then I would love for you to join us for our fall Supervisor Strengths Institute. We launch on September 21st. That's our first group call. You don't have to have anything done. No homework needs to be done by that time. It's our introductory call. And after that, it's eight weeks of online content about all the things we just talked about and more. Weekly group accountability calls. So you can ask questions, get more information, really kind of think about how is this going to work for me. You get three individual 30-minute accountability calls. And we also have a group Facebook page. And between the Facebook page and the group accountability and support calls, it's a really great opportunity for you to reach out to other supervisors in this field and you know, get support. Because... If you're having issues with XYZ, I can guarantee someone else is too. And it's sometimes just nice to know you're not in this alone. And then other people have great ideas and input on perhaps things you could change. You know, people who do have similar talents to you and something that's worked for them. It's a great opportunity for everyone in the cohort to really be engaged in the content and also supportive of one another. So if you want to know more or want to register you can go to our website, strengthsuniversity.org backslash Supervisor Strengths Institute. And I also have a link in the summary of this episode. So you can get more information or just register by going to either of those places. And again, we'd love to see you there. And we know not everyone's at that stage yet, but if you are and you've really been, you know, we just went through August, the beginning of September, and it's been stressful. And if you just don't want to be so stressed anymore, join us. Hopefully this episode, again, has helped you understand how all these things go together and how as a supervisor, it's more beneficial to think of this role holistically versus just a few nuts and bolts things that you need to learn that you haven't been taught so far. Because yeah, you do probably need to know those things, but how it works with you is really the key, you know, because we, we've learned a lot of things, but we don't necessarily do anything with them. We want people to learn the information and then come up with a plan and implement it. We've been through too many trainings ourselves, too many wasted hours of, oh, this is amazing. And then just nothing happens. So we actually want to put people into action so that you truly can be the leader that we know you can be. So go to our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org backslash Supervisor Strengths Institute or go to the link in the episode description. Check out all the details and get registered because we're starting soon. And until next week, stay strong.
1: Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkeys. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.
0: As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track. So we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest, and that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes, or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org.
1: Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.